Alpha, you know what I need. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, that's not what I was thinking, Alpha. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, I guess that's all we have. Sure. Aliens. You're a one-stop problem for aliens, what are also Power Rangers. I'm your host, Lexi, and uh, this week uh, we have Luke. Yeah. Uh, we have Mike. Uh, two things. One, did you say your one-stop problem? Uh, I think I said program, but problem is also probably an accurate uh, description of what this thing we're making is. Okay. Your one-stop problem. Um, the, the other thing is, peek behind the curtain, folks. Uh, so I've probably mentioned before that I work nights. I am currently in the process of switching over to working day shift again because I missed being able to see the sun. Um, and I'm super tired right now. Everything's out of whack. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little weird today. And I also work nights and just woke up right before we started. So I'm just got the, I'm just a little sleepy. All right, guys, enjoy this high energy. I'll probably be revving up as we go. Maybe by the end, I'll be very exciting. Yeah, you can uh, you can track the uh, effects of caffeine on a person's body throughout this episode. I'm not. I don't got no what. I got none of that. I don't. I don't know. I figured maybe you had like a cup of coffee when you got up. No, 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 no. All right. Well, this is just what you get. Okay. Well. Well, no, me. I just, I just, uh, just got soda. Welcome yeah. to, welcome to aliens with sleep deprivation. <laughs> well, uh, fortunately, um, so nobody else could make it today. I assume they're off trying to like rescue Zach's soul or whatever. You know, search for Spock style. I don't know. Um. But I was able to fill the gap by uh, asking our um, editor to uh, come down all the way from Planet Editron. Uh, please welcome Eric. Greetings. I am Eric, guest host from Planet Editron. Oh, I don't know if I can handle this bit. I heard your plea for more guests and immediately made my way here, though I cannot stay indefinitely. I need large bodies of Dr. Pepper Tim to survive. Well, fortunately, most of our lakes at this point are like 90% Dr. Pepper, so you should be fine. And if they're not Dr. Pepper, then they've got some sort of medication in them. 
Oh yeah, no. I mean, we're polluted as hell. You're you're fine. So uh, here's 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 an out there idea. With all the diet coke he drinks, if we do get Zach back, could you could you like subsist on his blood? I'm willing to try. <laughs> That's the attitude we like here. Oh boy! All right. Uh, so, um, rollicking start. Yeah. Yep. No. <laughs> good, good luck cleaning so, this up, Eric. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Eric, um, you spend a lot of time with the show without really getting to um speak on it. Is there um any? I I hate to go back to the old Power Rangers format, but is there anything related to Power Rangers that you've been really wanting to talk about that we haven't been able to cover on the show? No, my uh, Power Rangers. Uh, news is just that they are going to the power the hyperforce power rangers are going to be making an appearance at san diego comic con which i'm hoping is a sign of their popularity and that with uh melissa flores and i'll edit in his name later uh, <laughs> jason bischoff having moved from Saban to Hasbro that there's enough goodwill built up there that it is heading towards a season two of Hyperforce. Yeah. We, we talked about that briefly previously, but it's, it's kind of in an awkward position right now with that sale. And yeah, I mean, I hope that goes well too. Cause like by all, by all uh, sounds of it, it's a pretty good show and pretty popular and uh, they seem to really be having fun doing it. So it'd be really cool if they could keep doing it. And it ended on a hell of a cliffhanger. <laughs> that almost guarantees it will uh, not come back then. Yeah, I was going to say, that means, yeah, tough shit, you're done. Yeah, that's where the fan fiction comes in. Oh, man, fan fiction to complete an already fan work product. That is... The most internet thing you can think of? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. All right, um... I'm just gonna keep this keep this train trucking then. Um, it's time for <sighs> our. Shouldn't you keep a train training? Uh, we're gonna keep this long train running, <laughs> okay. and um, without just love, stall. <laughs> Where <laughs> would you, you be now? No, Mike, you gotta you gotta come into the bet that we're both just too sleepy to be to do funny jokes. Bit. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is audio poison. So sure I, is. So let's just move on to let's my just rename killer... the network audio poison, and then we don't have to. Like <laughs> everyone knows what they're getting into. Then we don't have to try anymore. We weren't much already, but I'm sorry. Have we been trying a little teeny bit, <laughs> just a smidge? I was I was gonna follow up my hilarious breaking out into Creedence Clearwater Revival uh, joke by breaking uh, out yeah, and singing yeah, yeah, a poison yeah, yeah, yeah. song. But I don't know uh-huh. any poison songs actually. Hmm. I don't. I don't either. I can't. I can't bail you out. Yeah. Uh. Fuck. I. I feel like I Hold should. Hold on. Know I'm a googling couple. poison greatest hits. Okay. <laughs> um. So while Luke's doing that, I'm gonna start mm-hmm. everyone's favorite segment, the news. As you mm-hmm. all know, we have four categories for news: mighty, morphin, aliens, so- and rangers. I'm just gonna name song titles until I hit one that sounds like it's familiar to you. We got nothing but a good time. I don't know. Uh, Talk dirty to me. Okay, nope. yeah. I okay. I mean, I know a song that's with that title, but it's but definitely not theirs. Time. 
Oh. Okay, Eric, yeah, take it away, buddy. Right. Oh, I don't know if that's actually it. Oh, okay. But I mean, that is, a, that is a song from that era that very well could be Poison. Yeah, but... Un- Unskinny Bop. Absolutely don't know that one. Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Yes. Oh, definitely. That was the one, okay. That's right. the one we should have all, like, keyed in on, because that's, like, the one hit that they have that everyone knows. How's it go? Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a power ballad. Okay, cool. Eric, make sure you auto tune that so it sounds like it was just pitch perfect. <laughs> okay, first I got to learn how to auto tune. I mean, it doesn't have to do much. It was pretty close. What are you saying about my voice, Luke? <laughs> no, that with that with the right production, it'll sound great. So this this terrible discussion is actually a perfect segue into the first uh, bit of news I have for the mighty category. Um, it's not breaking news but given the context i think it's close enough um the mighty mighty boss tones have a new album out um it came out in june and they're currently touring awesome yeah the uh the uh, album is called while we're at it and i think it's absolutely noteworthy that the mighty mighty boss tones still exist nice uh, Luke, can you get me some mighty mighty boss tone uh song names Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, let me, let me. Let's see. Mighty. So the impression that they that I get is okay, the that, one that, that yeah, yeah, I feel like I know some Boston songs, but I'm not positive which ones are are them. Let's yeah, see. I mean yeah. they they really like blend together with less than Jake and. I never had to knock on wood. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic from the Digimon the movie soundtrack. Yeah, we got that one. Yeah. We got someday, I suppose. Oh, the Rascal King. Uh, oh, I've actually got title. some some mighty news. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, in a few days, and this is going to happen before this goes live. Uh, Sonic Mania Plus is coming out, featuring the oh, yeah. uh, triumphant mighty. return of Mighty the Armadillo. Mighty the Armadillo. So, yeah. Mike, I I have a follow up question to that. Yeah. Who the fuck is Mighty the Armadillo? Oh, he's everyone's favorite Knuckles Chaotix character. He, actually, that's oh. the thing is he predates Knuckles Chaotix even because there was that. Japan only Sega Sonic game, which is what Ray the Flying Squirrel is also from. Mm. Like those two See, characters are coming back in Mania Plus. I I saw these character designs and assumed there were somebody's like fan hog characters that they like paid enough money for the to get into Sonic Mania. No, these are no. actually like the they're among the oldest sidekick characters in the series, but also like other than Mighty's, like, one appearance in Chaotix, they both just sort of immediately fell off the face of the Earth because they were in an obscure Japan-only, arcade-only game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't know Ray the Flying Squirrel. I knew Mighty the Armadillo from when I read the Sonic comic as a little kid. He was in those. Sonic comic rhymes. It does, and uh, they branded it as Sonic comics, I think, for that exact reason. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones are selling their album on vinyl because, of course, they are. Sure. Um, I mean, I, you say that like that's a lot of bands do that now. Right. No, I know. It's it, like that's why I, that's why I'm saying because, of course, they are. Everyone does that these days. Okay. Oh, you say, it's of like course, they are. It's like, oh yeah, it's such a thing. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones affectation. No, no, no. I just <laughs> okay. I'm just okay. commenting on the nature of uh, music today. I see. I see. I see. Um, it, they're doing the thing that I actually genuinely really love with uh, modern vinyl, which is um, colored albums. So, like instead of just being black, this this one's uh, white and green. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's always good. I, colored albums and shaped albums also yes. good. Yes. Yeah. Give I, me, give I me love... a, a record shaped like fucking Diddy Kong's head. 
I, I, well, yeah, I mean, that was a CD, and it did ruin your CD player. (laughs) 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 I know. I figured we could do it right this time, if it's vinyl. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I tried to explain to my dad the other day that vinyl has come back, and, like, that actually really big audiophiles tend to prefer vinyl over digital audio, and he refused to believe that that was anything other than a stupid marketing gimmick. He's like, no, that's not. I listened to vinyl record. I, I. He was very insistent that he's watched the Time Life commercial where they show you when they remastered this Jimi Hendrix song, and you could hear sounds on the on the CD that you could never hear in the vinyl. Well, that's usually true because what remastering does is take right. different cuts of the audio. Right, it remasters the audio. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the format it's being played on. Right, but he he refuses to accept that there's any possible upside to going back to vinyl yeah i mean it's it's a matter like there's there's cool things about vinyl and like tone yeah. and like it it doesn't matter to most people but like even as a novelty like it's it's a cool thing i like it i got a fancy record player okay yeah no. uh, lexi i'm gonna be honest with you i feel like this podcast has kind of gone into a tailspin so I really oh, hope really? I, really, I really hope your other three news bits are more exciting. <laughs> well, okay, so um, my second one is uh, Fi- the Pfizer group has been getting warnings about fu- food and drug. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, this is morphine, not morphine. Uh, that's a really funny joke you told. That's a, yeah, big pharma gags. Listen, there's not a whole lot of news out there under morphine, so this is what you get. But There's actually, the, I mean, seriously, Pfizer not, has been releasing uh, drugs that the FDA says they should be recalling, and they're not. That's yeah. fucked. That is that is pretty fucked. There, it's not news, but there's that thing about how they can put, like, robot parts inside it, like, inject them into a cocoon so that as the, like, thing metamorphosizing in there matures, it just, those parts get, like, fused into their body, and they oh, can so use them as, so like... Oh, so we're making, like, cyborg butterflies? We 100% are. That's Cy- Cyborg Butterfly sounds like a really that just a really great band name. Also, Cyborg like Beatles. We're doing a lot of that. Oh, so like we're like two steps away from uh, making a common writer. A little bit, yeah. I thought it's... he was going for Beetleborgs. Yeah. Yeah. Either uh, anyway. Well, so let's let's just move on to Aliens, which I actually do mm-hmm. have a bit of. I don't know. I thought it was interesting news. You yeah. guys will probably like shit on it, but that's okay. Um, wow. So who here remembers the ter- terrible video game Aliens Colonial Marines? Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. This is, yeah. yeah. It came out like five years ago. And right, right, yeah, right. When, uh, when Randy was... Pitchford fucking stole Sega's money to make Borderlands instead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so, like, that game was notorious for being bad in a lot of ways, but one right. of the, like, most glaring problems that made it, like, fun poison was the fact that the aliens themselves were kind of garbage like you say it for- made it fun poison but honestly the only good part of that game was gifs of the aliens just stumbling around listlessly well okay true but what i'm saying is if you wanted to actually play the game like yeah. that the core of that game where aliens stalk you and like are a challenging target to kill or whatever was um, pretty much non-existent. Like, they'd kind of just fuck off, and you couldn't even find them half the time. Yeah. And even when you did, they weren't really good at, like, actually staying on you and trying to kill you. Right. Um, There is uh, a modder out there who's basically made it his uh, 
mission to like fix that game or at least like make it as playable as possible. And just within the last week, uh, he has discovered the reason why those aliens are so terrible. Um, the one of the INI files that like controls various settings in the game has a typo in a class name that misspells the word tether. And that single typo basically prevents the like entire core of the AI functionality in that game to not work. Yeah. He literally deleted all the letter A out of the word tether and all of a sudden the aliens in the game actually like work like they are uh, AI in a modern video game. That's that's fucking buck wild. Like yeah, that says it's, it's... a lot about what Gearbox was willing to do with testing cuz there's no way a tester didn't find that. Somebody marked that as a critical bug and got well, ignored. Okay, so actually I've seen some 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 talk on Twitter from devs about how like yeah. For a tester it's really hard to 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 test the AI not working properly unless it's doing something like like obviously wrong. If it's just like lackluster, that's not something that's gonna flag as a bug. Yeah, I, but I could definitely see it being like it was so broken. I bet it was reported. My, I mean, the thing is though that like I can easily imagine. Like I have, I have never worked on a huge I mean, software listen, let, project uh, again, like Aliens. Like they they push that out the door to try and fulfill the bare minimum of the contract. Oh, they, they because did. again, that, because again, Randy Pitchford stole that fucking money from Sega right, 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 to make right, right, Borderlands. I guarantee you, just about every bug reported was uh, kicked back as like shippable. Right, but but again, like I've never worked on like a huge team on a big software project like Aliens, but even just working on like small programming projects for myself, I've absolutely had times where. It's broken, and I can't figure out why, and I am trying to fix it for three fucking days, and then, oh, god dang it, I left out, like, one punctuation mark, and that ruined oh, the whole yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, no, you're, you know? you're describing, like, my entire college experience. I can imagine a world where that typo, like, it took the modding community five years to find that typo, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Like, it took dedicated people trying to tinker with the game this long, and uh, Gearbox cared a lot less than they did. Right. So, but yeah, so like, I mean, it doesn't turn it into a, like an amazing game. Like that game still has tons of other problems. Turns it but, into a playable game. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it's like $3 online on some places or, and like, I could, I could see somebody picking that up for $3 and having a fun afternoon with it. Yeah. So like, that's just crazy. Like that's maybe the, it's a, it's a I, I bizarre still, combination. I still probably wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to give them any of my money because they'll just turn yeah, around and no, use it to make Borderlands. That yeah, that is fair. <laughs> um, that's the risk you take uh, when you give Gearbox money. But I I do think that just the combination of the amount of time it took to find, the amount of actual change that had to be made, and the degree to which it changed the game is maybe unprecedented. Like it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our that's our alien news. Nice. Okay. So ranger news. There is a zoo that made a beer designed by a bear named Ranger. That's all I got. Sorry, folks. That's not a. That's not. No. It, no. There isn't. <laughs> uh, the Rangers signed restricted free agent defenseman Rob Ogara to a one-year two-way deal. 
That's Ranger news. Yeah, see, I tried to do a joke with uh, sports news last week, but it turns out I don't care enough about sports to even be able to do it proper. Great. Um. Yeah, I yeah. don't... That's... Yeah. Yeah. We did um, it. So the, Eric, the please play peak... the celebration music. We made it through the news <laughs> section. Yeah, so to peek behind the bit, there's just not a whole lot going on in the world of Power Rangers at the moment, so... You get terrible bits instead. That's you yep. know, you, yeah. This, you know this podcast. You, this shouldn't be surprising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, can I go back to bed? No, we uh, have to yes. talk about the episode now. <sighs> All right. So we're we're um today we're covering Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers season one episode two Alien Rangers of Aquatar part two. <laughs> I, l- I like how you specify season one. This it implies I that there's going to be more off of the Netflix. Like, it's the f- title first season here. of Alien Rangers. What do yeah. you want? Like, where's the lie, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, but why would you specify first if there's only the one? There's the. You know what? You know what? Maybe I dare to dream. Maybe one day we'll get a second season <laughs> listen, of Alien listen. Rangers. Hasbro's bought the license. Who knows what they're gonna do? With exactly. It. It's all <laughs> on the table at this point. So. We open right where the last episode kicked off with the uh, alien rangers themselves on the viewing globe. Okay, right off the bat, right off the bat, second one from the very first instance. This reflects Wait, poorly. Second or is it one? Refle- this reflects poorly both on the show and on Netflix because the episode begins with the leader of the Equations. Uh, like answering Zordon's call, and like the first few sentences that she says, they don't bother trying to subtitle it. They're just like, "Fuck it, I this is incomprehensible. Yeah, so, I'm not gonna yeah, bother." So for anyone who's not watching along, and that's honestly, you've made the right call. Mm. Um, you should know that they put a like fucking phalanging effect over the all all the audio of the. Uh, the alien range. Really just like Eric and again this feels weird to get ask Eric to do things like while he's here, but like just just right. play this these first few seconds of the episode cuz fuck. Just just it's to give folks an easier. idea of what they're in for. Hmm? It's actually easier to ask me when I'm here cuz I can just directly tell you no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, see that's that's why it's not good to ask you while you're here. Oh, I, Please, no, Eric. I'm... Okay. Please. All right, thank you. Leader of the Equation Rangers, sponsor your transmission. No, wait, Eric. Scrap, belay that order. Instead, put a filter on this whole thing so we all talk like the Alien Rangers the entire episode, please. God, no. No, ab- no, no. absolutely not. Um, I, I Eric, you know you have to. Request. Um, the... I don't know, this is... It's fucking dumb. I don't know how Zach actually, like, keeps this thing going without, like, running past stuff. <laughs> What? Oh, just try trying to summarize oh. the episode live. I don't know I think, how he does it. I, I mean, okay, so notes. the alien rangers like introduce themselves. They they say they got their powers from Ninjor, which yeah. is fucking weird. The, the 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 effect sounds like they're talking into a fan. Is what it is. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. So like you know the very beginning of 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 uh, Black Sabbath's Iron Man, where you know Ozzy Osbourne declares that he is in fact Iron Man. And he's yeah. talking into a ceiling fan. 
like right. that's... this is this is a little different than that. Um, the, what the phalanging effect does is it adds a signal below the primary signal with no a variable cares, oscillation. Nerd. Um, the effect they're going for here, and the effect that it actually they actually pull off the effect fairly well. It's just unlistenable. Sure. Yeah. Um, is like trying to talk through like a pipe that has water in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, like, the, as the water as the water sloshes or whatever, it changes the m- frequency modulation of whatever right. audio is traveling through. These it. are some wet rangers, is the thing yes. you need to understand. <laughs> yes, these literally these are they're underwater right now, and if they don't get water regularly, they die. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. And uh, to how, that point, how would the wet rangers fare against the wet bandits? Um. I mean, the Wet Rangers can summon gigantic monsters, and the Wet Bandits have a hard time fighting a child, so... I, yeah, I know you're where right, that's a dumb question. Also, the Wet Bandits' entire gimmick is just giving them strength, so... That's like, true. Flood a house? Yeah. That's, that's, ideal, that's ideal, like, environment for the Alien Rangers. Yeah, but also they've destroyed the house, is the thing. Do you think the Alien Rangers fill their suits with water? They probably ought to, but I think given how much of a water crisis they're going to have this entire time that they can't possibly. Yeah, I mean, they're in California in what I assume is the summer, so there's probably like a water ban. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they don't have the they don't have the uh political clout of the Nestle Corporation, so Right. They're just right, out of just, luck. Yeah. So, but Zordon um Zordon actually acknowledges this this whole issue with the water and is like, you know, I feel really bad even calling you guys because, like, you might die here. Um, so it's totally cool if, like, you just say, fuck us. Like, I, I get Which it. Which is a weird amount of, like, actual concern and consideration from Zordon. He cares more about these aliens than he has ever cared about anybody on Earth. Yeah. 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 Do you think he resents the fact that he's on Earth and not on Aquatar? Do you think he'd much rather be there? Oh, almost certainly, yeah. I think he doesn't like having the alien rangers around because it reminds him of his stealing of Ninjor's work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so kind of getting back to that, like, one of the kids makes a point of the fact that, like, man, we could really use Ninjor's help, but we won't meet him for a long time. And so so here's, I, here's the so, thing with yeah, that. Why does that matter? yeah. Because, like, it's not like you've actually gone back in time. You can just go seek his help again. Right. Like, hell, now that the alien rangers are here, there's at, if they're old friends of Ninjor's, there's nothing preventing them from just going and talking to Ninjor. Well, yeah. also, also, wasn't the whole conceit here that specifically it was just Earth that went back in time? If right. Ninjor's yes. on his fucking planet. He'll remember the fucking rangers. They they still can't really figure out if Ninjor's on another planet or not. Still, <laughs> yeah, if he, if he is fair. on Earth, then like just send the send the alien rangers to talk to him, and then like like either way, problem or, solved. I mean, you can still set. Well, actually, no, because the last time they had to go as like teenagers, they nearly died. So kids yeah, probably wouldn't survive that it's trip. It's a dangerous time. If Ninja was on Earth, would the spell put him back in the bottle? I mean, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Well, yeah. again, so Maybe? there's this... Power Rangers has this weird thing where, like, unlike Ninja Man, Ninja wasn't, like, trapped in the bottle. He just kind of hung out there. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it was, more like a, it was more like an I Dream of Genie sort of thing. Right, they didn't free him. He was just hanging out. 
But yeah, anyway, the the alien ranger's like, hey, does Earth have water? And they're like, oh yeah, it's like seventy percent water. That it's probably not enough for you guys, but it's pretty good for us, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, that's that sounds horrible. We'll be there soon. <laughs> Which is really how everyone should respond to all requests in the like Power Rangers universe, right? I mean, that's really how I respond to every social obligation that involves me leaving the, the apartment. So I I was gonna I thought you were gonna say that involves this network, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike, you want to be on? Uh, want to be on this week's TWA? <laughs> that sounds horrible. I'll be there. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. So yeah, we got a little ex exposition about how they they got um their powers from Ninja too, but uh, Ninja Ninja didn't give them shitty like Zords that you have to actually get in and run like robots. He gave them uh they gave he gave them like ha- semi sentient giant like robots that they can control with their minds. It's very clear. I have not seen a single scrap of cocky ranger it's extremely obvious these were how the shogun zords started and they got like powered up and armored up yeah uh yeah if i remember correctly from ranger wiki this is like a different form for the shogun zords yeah zords but but like it's it's the it's them turning into the things and then things turning into other things but like so I mean, we'll get to it later in the episode, but God, the the whole way the Battle Borgs fight is so fucking bad. We'll get to it. Yeah, but anyway, before... Uh, so the Alien Rangers say, yeah, we'll uh, teleport to your nearest water source right away, and in, like, a couple of minutes, somebody's taking a bath and is going to have a really bad time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but bef- before we can uh, get any more of that, the alarms go off in the command center and they discover there's an implosion device outside the command center, which if you listened to last week and I don't know why you would. Someone says, what's an implosion device? And Billy explains it's like a bomb, but worse, not a bomb. Worse in what way? Because it implodes. How is that worse? Billy's smart. It's the opposite of a bomb. It's a bomb. Yes, accurate. Yes. Um, I just... uh. It's like a bomb, but worse, Mike. So, yeah, if you didn't listen last week, and I assume that's the only reason you're listening this week... um, Right, yeah, why would you listen to both? (laughs) Uh, Anyone who has stuck with us last week, uh, why? Anyone who's listened to uh, to more than one episode of this show is weird. Yeah, um... Anyway, Goldar and... Uh, fuck, was it Rito? Yeah, they planted a bomb. Yeah. yeah, they planted this thing and then fucked off. Um, so, we, we discovered... Device. So, I think it's Rocky, based on who's on the screen, is sassing the hell out of them, saying, hey, why aren't we alerted to this? And uh, Zordon mentions that the, the phone call they were making was using up all their power, so the... Uh, yeah, the, so the command center works a lot like how dial-up internet worked uh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, if you're going to do anything, it means you're not going to have a phone for a little while. Right. That's the danger of it. So, thank God they set a, like, 20-minute fuse on this thing. Yeah, they set a very long cartoon fuse on the implosion device. Um, so, we cut up to the moon. Master Vile's watching it slowly kick down and, like, announces to the, the crowd of assembled monsters that the command center is going to be crushed imminently, which... Of course, means that it won't. Right. Um, we got to a commercial break, and when we come back, um, the Rangers all volunteer to go out and like 
get rid of it. And Zordon, again, showing an unprecedented amount of concern for somebody, says that they can't because it's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead sends his own personal child. Yeah. Um, Alpha. He's got a backup child. Alpha Alpha specifically says, don't worry, if anything happens to me, there will be an Alpha 6. Which is so fucked up. Well, he's not wrong is the thing. Listen, he's not wrong, but like, also there's a touching moment later where like, Aisha tells Alpha that she loves him. And like Alpha's like, I love you too, Rangers. And that's like right he, after. He specifically like, waits until after they're teleported away so that they will not know that he returns their affections. Yeah. It's it's fucking. It's something. So, yeah. So Zordon teleports. Has Alpha teleport the Rangers uh, away. And then tells um, him to go get a move on defusing the thing. Yep. Um, yeah. For some for some oh oh i specifically he sends them to the beach to wait for the alien rangers cuz like if he's like if uh, alpha and i like i i want to say blow up but i don't have a good word for implode other than implode Impl- um, blow, blow in bl- yep yeah, blow down suck in. obviously suck in if alpha and i suck in we uh you guys are going to have to like uh handle the like be the alien rangers handlers on earth which hold is... on something just clicked in my head mm. when when popeye the sailor man was saying well blow me down was he talking about an implosion device yeah no he, sure he was, was specifically asking for oral sex that's uh, why why you gotta be lewd on this power rangers podcast i mean listen i'm just telling it like it is just just seems unnecessary is all popeye the sailor man loved oral sex giving it and receiving it I mean, he's a Sailor Man. I mean, listen, if there's anything established about the character of Popeye the Sailor Man, he absolutely fucks. I don't know if he fucks or not. No, he fucks. Well, he's I, got... Well, actually, I no, I was gonna say he has kids, but... No, but Sweepy are, is not his kid. Yeah, that's explicitly not his. Right. Actually, no, I think he does have children. There's, like... They're, they're weird, like, plays on his name with some of the vowels swapped. It's, like, Peepie, Papeye, uh, oh, and Poopie. But yeah, are those his kids or his nephews? Because that's a big thing in old cartoons. They're like, they're like his kids, if I recall. And okay, one of them is named okay. Poopie, which is just like, what are you doing? That's, yeah, that's that's Pink Eye. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, for some reason, now is the time they choose to give Rangers maybe the Rangers maybe the most useful like tool they've ever provided anyone uh, a miniature viewing globe. Yeah, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they get they give they give him the 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 com powder from fucking totally spies. Yeah, pretty much. Kinda, yeah. It's just, good lord. There's so many times when like bullshit has happened because like Zordon and Alpha couldn't alert them to something that was on the viewing globe, and it's right. like Jesus Christ, if you had this, give it to them. No, I won't. You can't. You, that I. That's it. I don't have anything more. You're you're waiting for me to elaborate, and I'm not. Okay, this is a good podcast. It's uh, very good, is the thing. <laughs> so, so what happens next, Lexi? Uh, the Rangers get teleported to the beach, and then we um wipe to Aquatar, which as again, like we mentioned it last time, uh, it's just a like planet of some sort with a really shitty shimmery water effect. Super. Yeah, it looks over like it. an aquarium. Uh. 
So the fucking spaceship things or teleportation effect, I'm not sure which one this is supposed to be, of the Equations leaving their homeworld is some fucking, it's it's right out of fucking the first season of Reboot. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, they borrowed this from fucking Mainframe. It's H2O. I love it. Oh my god, they are supposed to be water molecules. Holy shit, Eric, you're right. <sighs> Fuck me. God, uh, this is... Yeah. God, this yeah. this show, this fucking show. So <sighs> Alpha is approaching the um, implosion device, and he's going to, like, defeat, like, remove the, like, uh, the core of it, but it's being activated by a, like, old-timey bomb fuse. Just cut the fuse in front of where the fire is, and it will never go off. But that's, that's not how uh, uh, implosion devices. Right. I mean, you're making work. a mistake of thinking just because it looks like that. That is what it is. It might function entirely differently. You don't know. Um, I know that they had to light the fuse, and that when the fuse, the like, right. flame on the fuse reaches the base of the thing, it goes off. Yeah. So if you can stop the flame from getting to the base of the thing it's not going to go off that's i think that's an assumption that you cannot make Mm. well i disagree well but it doesn't honestly matter because alpha just just manages to uh manages to do it and we get a close-up alpha's an implosion device expert you're not i trust alpha's opinion on it more so we get this long extended close-up on alpha's face which is not super useful considering he's incapable of displaying any sort of emotion. Mm-hmm. There does seem to be a fair amount of condensation on his like No, he's sweating. Head unit. And I was I was waiting this, for him to reach up and wipe this. his brow. No, he does that. He uses a squeegee. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. It got a legit laugh out of me. <laughs> he's this this fucking this raises so many questions. Alpha 5 sweats. <laughs> And then he wipes his brow with the squeegee. And then, and then, like, after he diffuses the thing, he's like, wow, that was tense. Next time I'll try it with my, without my eyes closed. He doesn't have he eyes. He doesn't have eyes. Yeah. Also, we get a nice close-up of the, 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 the thing he's using, and it's just a pair of scissors with a bunch of shit glued to it. Yeah. Like, I just... Everything is like just, he literally is... just cuts a wire on the thing, which causes the flame to stop traveling up the fucking fuse. None of they... this makes any yeah. sense. Power Rangers no. definitely wanted to do the like cut the red wire, cut the blue wire, sort of like diffusing a bomb scene, but they they couldn't because they're incompetent. Because the alpha suit's hard to do delicate work in. Because they right. couldn't just say a bomb, so they had to say implosion device. Like it's just uh, it's a different thing god damn it yeah it's worse the the show is very <laughs> I'm explicit gonna, I'm about gonna keep that. calling it a bomb until you actually like like get it like some energy luke because it's it's like for all intents and purposes bomb, it's a bomb but worse no it's it's just it's just they're 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 obfuscating it they they're a kid's show they, they don't obfuscate it at all mike <laughs> Uh, Lexi, so where are we at? Master Vile is watching all this, and he gets mad that, as in his words, Zor- Zordon's walking food processor uh, managed to disable the device. Uh, Zed gloats a little bit about Vile being as incompetent as he is, 
And then the moon quakes as the alien rangers come zooming past, which I don't think that's how space travel works, but okay. Um, they can immediately sense it's some force of good going to Earth, which is a little weird, but okay. And uh, so the Master Vile's like, okay, uh, I'm going to send my two like top men to go... Okay, he sends Goldar and Rito. I mean, those are his top men. The, I like yeah. that's not saying a lot, but honestly, like, right. they he are. would have been way better off sending Finster. I guess. Um, where where so, are we at yeah. now? Okay, so Billy's Billy's awkwardly holding the uh, the mirror here, and uh, uh, Alpha's telling him that they didn't blow all like blow up or get like imploded or whatever, and. Uh, and then tells them that the alien rangers are on the way and says everything is under control, which is the cue for Bulk and Skull to pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. it's a, So there's a there's a kind of, I don't know, it doesn't quite work, but like there's a thing where Aisha's like, Billy, Bulk, and Skull are behind you. And he like makes like he was in the middle of doing a science presentation. It's like I, he's explaining how this mirror thing works, and and Aisha, I actually like Kid Aisha's here, like the way she reacts, like, hmm, I, Billy, that's so fascinating. That's I like Kid Aisha, like I think she's my favorite of the kid actors. Yeah, honestly, I think me too. I mean, well, okay, sec, my second favorite, my favorite is Kid Rocky's hair. Um, <laughs> that hair is doing some uh, real legwork there. Yeah, it, it deserves a, a daytime Emmy, but. Um, yeah, so it's uh, Rito, Goldar, and some Tangus show up. So I just want to I just want to um, mention because it's been a long time since we've had occasion to talk about what Bulk and Skull are wearing. Um, Skull is just wearing swim trunks, but he's carrying he's got a snorkel on and is carrying a beach ball. Bulk is wearing a like a a one of those floaty like inner tube things and goggles, and he has nose plugs on. There's no evidence that they've actually been in the water, but he's wearing a nose plug. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but so Rito and, and Goldar and the crew show up, and Bulk and Skull, like, they fucking run. You know, smart. Yeah, exactly uh, what, what I should do. Yeah, what I love is Kid Billy, like, striking a karate pose here. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we actually just kind of get a fight scene between Rito, Goldar, and the kids, but... Instead of any actual karate happening, there's, like, just... I guess there's just a bunch of abandoned, like, pool toys on the beach here, and they just they just throw, like, floaties and inner tubes and shit at Rito and Goldar, and I guess that works. Yeah, it's, it's as effective as as most things could be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we've talked about the uh, constant de-escalation of Goldar's power level, and, like, yeah, kids throwing pool toys at him is enough to defeat him at this point, and that tracks... What's uh, noteworthy? You say de-escalation again. Two episodes ago, Tangos and Goldar, or was it Tangos and yeah, and and, and Rito managed to stop them from uh, stopping them. Like this all happened because they lost a fight with these guys as adults. Yeah, it's just it's fucking. Yeah, weird. but that's the thing. Like he had he had a bunch of Tangos backing him up. Um, it, yeah, they it, had a bunch of Tangos backing him up. Yeah, that's, that's my point. That's how pathetic Goldar is these days. So I, I want to point out that during this quote-unquote fight between the kids and Rito, Goldar, and the Tangas, the kids and the villains never appear together on screen at any point. They're just throwing these pool toys, like, 
out of frame yeah. and then they and then from out of frame pool toys get thrown at the suit actors and just like they're they're not they're not in the same place they're just not and yeah. i don't i don't know why this doesn't seem like it would have been a complicated thing to like actually properly shoot but okay uh, i yeah. i don't know maybe they have scheduling conflicts there's usually pretty heavy limits on how much you can use kid actors Anyway, yeah. the we're we're saved from too many awkward back and forth cuts by the alien rangers teleporting in. They all do a dumb hand pose when they teleport. Well, the the leader lady like has like gills come out of her neck and she does a head bobby move thing that's like really bad CG. Uh and Yeah, then... there's a lot of really bad CG in this like series. Yeah. Yeah, and then they like shoot water question mark at the villains until they run away yeah they shoot really bad shimmery effects it's i'm very sure it's the same effect they put over the planet yep and yeah it's just it seems to like knock them all back and then eventually they just fucking bail which is i mean yeah. fine because honestly they weren't set down to like kill anyone they were sent down to recon and right hey, here's the report yeah, so the kids and the Alien Rangers introduce themselves to each other, and... So, Go ahead. The The leader of the Alien Rangers is baffling to me, because she's got long hair coming out of the back of her, like, rubber head prosthetic uh-huh. thing. Yeah. Which makes no sense whatsoever, unless it is actually a thing that goes over their actual scalp. Y- yeah, mm. I mean, unless they just have a little patch of hair on the back that that ponytail grows out of. Well, uh, yeah, except the they didn't do a good job of masking that with the actual, like, makeup work, because it's very clearly coming out from underneath the rubber. Well, I mean, calling yeah. it makeup work at all is a real... I mean, it's they're, they're very obviously just people wearing masks. Yes, yeah. it's... This is, um, like... This is, this is less convincing than Jim Carrey's The Mask. There are... I, well, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike. That's a decent this is less... amount of makeup and CGI. This is... This well, is... I meant, like, just in the scenes where he's just running around, like, as a... Never mind. Fuck it. Listen. A part, part of... Okay. This is partly because I'm tired, but also partly just... The Alien Rangers just fucking suck, y'all. They just... They fucking... A little bit. Like, I wanted to go into this, so... I, I have a policy of trying to go into this, like, when we get to stuff that the... That the fandom tends to hate. I want to go into it like with, with an open mind. Like I'm sure. even planning on going on into Turbo, saying like, you know, okay, maybe this is better than people are saying it is. You know, right? But like two episodes in, out of ten, so I feel like that's actually a pretty representative chunk. The Alien Rangers just fucking blow. Yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, they, they well, so here's the thing: they didn't really appear in episode one. This yeah, I was gonna say it's not quite fair to. This okay, is so one well, out of okay, nine. Well, that's here's the thing: it's yeah, it's it's not twenty percent of the content of the Alien Rangers, but this is their first impression. And it's a real bad one. Yeah, and like they they introduce like they 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 give their names and like what they do. Like one of them's like the science officer or whatever the fuck, and like. I can't be bothered to learn any of these. They like they don't actually have personalities. They're just they they're just, ah. they yeah, do they're, they, they do things all... that like so they do this thing where like they put their hands together and like like they're like they're praying and then like do sort of like 
so it's very clearly like they try to set up all the different poses that the Cocker Rangers are going to do. And instead of them being like ninja things, try to make it seem like, okay, these are alien mannerisms. You, you know, yeah. you, you know who these guys actually remind me a lot of both in appearance and like the way they move and talk and shit. The fucking aliens from Galaxy Quest. Yeah. 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 It's the like thing super is the aliens generic from Galaxy... alien, which is exactly yeah. what Galaxy Quest was making fun of. The thing, like, yeah, well, the thing with Galaxy Quest is you're supposed to find them annoying at first until they grow on you. These alien rangers, you're supposed to think they're cool. Yeah, well, no, that's what, that's what I was going to say is the, the aliens from Galaxy Quest are deliberately like they are as like a parody slash send up of you know, bad sci-fi, whereas right. these guys are playing it incredibly straight. Yeah. So we cut to the moon, and there's, like... So so Master okay, Vile's gonna... I, s- I just want to say, like, there's... This meeting scene is extended, and it's very creepy, because there's a lot of them, like, feeling the rain- Kid Ranger's hair. Yeah, there's a bit where, like, Kid Rock is like, hey, I got a ponytail, you got a ponytail, that's... that's- wow, we're... Th- it's so... F- we're, like, the same... I mean, yeah. it's, that's weird, right? Like you, you're hu- almost you're humanoid and pretty much like us, except for a few minor differences. But you're from another planet, isn't that kind of doesn't that kind of not make a lot of sense? The way you know evolution works and everything. I mean, yeah. listen, this just subscribes to a theory that any sufficiently ad- that that hum- human beings are the form that any sufficiently advanced life must take. Oh, to reach right, that yeah, point. right, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like the Super As, Mario Brothers, yeah, like the Mario Brothers movie, yeah. canonically part of the Power Rangers universe. Yes, established. Right. right. Yeah, you say that as though the Mario Brothers movie is unique in that weird supposition. <laughs> no, it's just it's it's just it's just the backup that's relevant to TWA canon. Mm-hmm. That you know that confirms this this theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so at yeah, the moon, so we're on the moon. Yeah, Master Files like, okay, I'm gonna send uh, the general big nose or whatever the fuck it is, long nose. His outside hire for leading this whole shenanigans. Yeah, it's, right. it's it's a Tengu demon. Um, but and like he's good. It, it I guess this is like the a big like later in the season fight or something in Cocker Ranger because it's like I'm gonna send him and like five recur returning monsters and they're gonna like yeah. they're gonna go beat up the Rangers. I need I need I need the five best monsters among you. And then there's like a gag where they stampede out of the room and Finster gets crushed and they just kind of leave the suit on the ground without the actor in it to yeah you know to make him look squished and he's just. Okay, so this is actually one of my favorite Finster lines he's ever said, where it's just this defeated, like, sometimes I really hate being a bad guy. <laughs> I mean, it fits in perfect with our headcanon of Finster yeah. as, like, an artiste right. who, like, doesn't really care about the mission. This was the job he could get. Yeah. Yeah. I, You know, I wasn't here when Master Vile showed up. I do gotta say, his little shoulder snakes... They're very good. Yeah. No, I actually, there's a lot about Master Vile's, like, whole design that I love. His, the like, fact he's got that a big his... rubber cloak, and underneath of it, you just see the heads of, like, they almost look like snapping turtle heads just poking yeah. out towards his neck, and they kind of, like, their mouths go up and down as he's talking, and it's very good. Yeah, they have, they the snakes are how he teleports around. It's really cool. Uh, Master Vile's a fucking awesome design, and it's really great that he sticks around a long time. 
yeah, I'm looking forward to like him being the primary antagonist of the Alien Ranger saga. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 perfect. You know, it's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh yeah, this is something else I wanted to bring up real quick. As long as we're talking, you know, we're in this new series, this brand yeah, new absolutely. saga, Power Rangers. The Alien Rangers logo sucks. Yeah, it's real bad. It's like a way thinner Thunderbolt with a circle around it that just has, like, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers written around the border, and it looks like garbage. It looks like the, like, no-budget, and I mean compared to Power Rangers no-budget, like, knockoff of Power Rangers somebody else tried to make. Yes. Ugh. Uh, Yeah, so that that sucks. Um, We cut to the command center, and Zordon's briefing the, uh... The Alien Rangers again, he's like, yeah, um, we kind of need you guys to just kind of cover stuff while we figure out how to get our Rangers, like, teenage-aged again so that they can do shit. Um, yeah. Because I'm fine with, like, teenage child soldiers, but, you know, 10-year-old child soldier is not a chance. Right, right. Well, like, again, I, I will don't never, think the problem I will is that... never, ever be okay with a literal child being a Power Ranger. That's just not something that, you know, you know, but the the... Power grid powers will ever stand for. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, Zordon's problem isn't that they're too young for his, like, morals. The problem is that they're physically incapable of morphing at this age, I guess. Right. Which raises some questions about well, Turbo, uh, but... Well, I, yeah, um, well, so, actually, no, that, um... So, assuming they're still trying to... The ninja are the ninja. Yeah, the ninja powers are like kind of connected to the mighty morphin powers, right? Like the dino, whatever powers. Anyway, um, this kind of goes back to the very beginning where he says he needs um, teenagers with attitude, or he needs people with attitude. And so, like, clearly that hormonal like angst is what's powering this this side of the morphing grid. So Justin is filled with hormonal angst. No, because that's not the mighty morphin like. Like they're not using power coins to access oh, the morphing okay. grid at that point, so it's not it's not the same section of it, so it's not powered by the same thing. I get you. Um. So yeah, the Rangers have a the Alien Rangers have a have a dumb generic. You know, we have to do good wherever possible. Thing too. Not that the sentiment is bad. It's just it's not very exciting or unique. Yeah, we we too follow the the code of the Power Rangers. It's it. We also kind of for whatever reason can't tell people our identity. It's weird. Well, I mean, at this point, it's more, hey, we don't want to let Earth at this... So, yeah, if we buy in their fiction of this is Earth in the past, and I don't want to fuck up the timeline. Telling people that they're aliens right now... Well, I guess the monsters kind of ruin that anyway. Never mind. Yeah. yeah not, not much you can do about that. Yeah, so they... Well, the thing is, they say that, like, the Ranger Code is, like, to fight for all that is good and destroy all that is evil, which is... The most generic, like, absolutely meaningless code of ethics possibly. It's not in, like, this world, though, because good and evil are very defined terms, and, like, people actively say, I'm going to be evil. Yeah, that yeah. is true. This operates on, like, even more absolute morality than D&D. Right. Yeah. But so, uh, every kid except Billy went home, I guess. Uh, yeah, that Billy's is weird. Go- yeah, well, like, Billy, I guess, is going to be the one to, like bring the alien rangers up to speed i guess because they realized his his actor was the one that was going to be like doing less appearing later so they're like okay, right i gonna- mean he's kind of taking on the role that he's going to take on in zeo already 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the one good thing that the, with the alien ranchers happens here, which is the alarm goes off and they all act like they are dying. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking hate it. Uh, also, there's a bit where, like, when the monsters attack, the curfew happens again, and we're seeing the other ranger kids, like, walking around on the street, and the most just fake-ass police van runs up. Like, this is the fakest police van I've seen in television. Um, and just... Like it, it, like it's it's an unmarked white van with just a tiny word "police" on the side. Okay, it's, I have to ask something. Have we seen the sign explicitly calling this the warehouse district before this series? I don't think so. I don't because it delights me. It delights me so much that there's just straight yeah. up a warehouse district. We've been they talked about the warehouse district, but right. yeah, but it's it's never been like actually like specifically marked with a sign before. No, it's 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 good. Like, what a um, ridiculous bit of city planning. Like, who the fuck approved that fucking layout? Yeah. This is just this is just the zone of the city where we put all our warehouses. Like, yep. no, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be convenient for anyone. We're going to waste a ton of money in transportation of goods, but, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not even, like, a de facto thing that, like, just that's how the city came, came about, you know, with the passing of time. Because that's the thing is a lot of – usually how cities happen. Well, yeah. Uh, as far as, yeah, like, what's no, the plan? Tell us how cities happen, Mike. Well, okay, so when a mommy city and a daddy city decide they really like each other, uh, they they do a special dance, and then there's a new city, and then that city will grow, and then, like, it'll just sort of, similar businesses and similar cultures will just sort of, like, coalesce together, and then that's how districts will happen, you know, a lot of the time. Like, no one just sits down and says, okay, this is where all the warehouses well, are going yeah, to well, be. Yeah, well, specifically with warehouses, it makes no sense, because warehouses are built for utility. Like, it's usually, okay... We've got this, like, thing we're doing, and we need a lot of storage. Let's build a warehouse here to store our shit. Yeah. Okay, now I am going to have to... St- you understand that warehouse districts are a real thing, right? Are, are they? they? Yeah! Yeah. Oh, okay. I stand correct. And you understand that, like... The, like, no! Cities are not just randomly whatever. There's, like, zoning and city well, yeah, planning. No, I, yeah, no, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've put enough time into SimCity to know that zoning is just randomly picking things. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, okay, not- so, no, you're right, there is, like, there are industrial districts within a city, but, like, you don't just stick all your warehouses in one spot, that doesn't no, make no, any no, sense. warehouse districts are a real thing! <laughs> Google warehouse district, you don't get Power Rangers! You get different warehouse districts of different cities! Okay. Okay, but but how how, uh, how where okay so where do people keep the implosion bombs? In the implosion warehouse in the warehouse district. Right, that's a specific sector though because you have to make sure to keep the implosion stuff separate right, there's from a the lot explosion of, stuff. Yeah, there's stuff. a lot of safety standards you have to reach right, to be yeah, an implosion you, certified warehouse. Right. Yeah, because if you if you mix the two, then like just reality disappears. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I yeah, cannot I, believe. No one else here knew that it, warehouse districts were real. <laughs> Listen, we've been hearing it as an excuse in Power Rangers. Like, we just assumed it was yeah, bullshit. Yeah, what was funny? No, no, no. What was funny, like, two episodes ago was when they said they're going to the abandoned warehouse district. The idea that they have a district not just for warehouses, but for empty warehouses for monsters to smash. <laughs> yes, that is that is absurd and delightful. Um... Okay, Luke, Luke, can you really blame us for just assuming that everything mentioned in the show is bullshit? 
I can blame you for not knowing basic facts about cities. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> sure. I guess. <laughs> so. Whatever, nerd. <laughs> so we cut back to the command center from this. Man, you know what's really funny is how they keep going to, like, the gym. <laughs> what a funny idea. That there'd be, like, a place with a bunch of workout equipment in it. That I mean, anyone can use. The fact that it's also <laughs> a, like, um, a restaurant. Practically a malt shop and an arcade all in, like, one building is kind of ridiculous. And it's where all the school assemblies are. It did start off as a juice bar, which and does also, make like, sense. And also, like, they have the Olympics there because. Right. Well, listen, yes. They overuse it, but. Just what a funny idea that there's a place that, like, the teenagers go to learn things. What a flight of fancy. I mean, yeah, in this show, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Zordon's like, hey, so bad news, all our fights happen in, like, quarries and deserts, so there's not going to be any water where you guys <laughs> go to fight. Yeah, deserts. they specifically call out the fact that the monsters always show up in quarries, and there's just no water out there. And they're like, well, that's a risk we're going to have to take, Zordon. What if it's- you just waited till they left the quarry? <laughs> it's like, yeah. You know what? If the monsters only want to attack the quarry, that's okay. Yeah, on, yeah. like, actually, here's the thing. If they already have an abandoned warehouse district for monster attacks, why not make a quor- like a monster quarry district, too, where it's like, okay, this yeah. is the spot designated for the monsters to fuck up. They can be happy fucking shit up. We can be yeah. happy living. It'll all be good. The abandoned warehouse district is like how some plants have, like, you know, false fruit for, like, bugs to attack so that they don't get their real fruit. Right, yeah. What if, what if this, what if, what if the Angel Grove Quarry, because we've never really thought about this. A quarry isn't just an abandoned place where there's rocks and shit. No, right, yeah. Yeah, they go to dig things. Right. What are they digging out of the Angel Grove quarry, and is it too valuable to abandon the quarry? Mike, am I going to have to describe to you what quarries are for now? <laughs> no, it, li- listen, this is a weird sci-fi bullshit post-apocalypse. We don't know what they're digging in there. <laughs> they're digging up rocks to build the abandoned warehouses with. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, this might be a special quarry, is what I'm getting at. Well, so, no, I, I think I think there is a there's a seed of something to explore here, which is... What if the quarry is a front for something else that they're trying to dig up? Okay, sure. What if there's, like... What if there's... What if there's just fucking Zordium in there? Yeah, exactly. You the know? material the, the Zords are made out of. Mm-hmm. Earth wants to build its own Zord, separate of Zordon. The real sad thing is I'm not sure if Zordium is a thing that's been in the show or if it's a term you just made up. It could honestly go either way. I, I think it's I a, think I made it up, but it might also yeah, be. Yeah, I was real. gonna say I think he made it up, but it's also gonna show up in the show at some point. Great. I don't know if it will, but I'm I'm calling it now. Right, right, right. Oh shit! So we get the so the Rangers morph. Um, it's not a great morphing sequence, but honestly, it's better than the ninja morphing sequence. Yeah. By by merit of being a morphing sequence and not just, hey, we put the costume on. Yeah, right. and it, it really just, just does just fucking further emphasize how just fucking interchangeable the uh alien rangers are. Cause but, like once we get to the once we get to the fight footage, it just completely shifts from like the focus goes from the white one to the red one basically instantly. 
Right. Yeah, it was a weird yeah. choice to make her the leader, but also the White Ranger, and like, I like that they like made a woman the leader and all, yeah. but like, it just it it was a weird choice if they're going to be using this much footage where that's clearly not the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I will say, I really like the Alien Rangers costumes. Oh, they're a fantastic. They're very yeah. good. I really wish these had just been the Power Rangers costumes for season three. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I honestly missed going to the obvious, like, different footage where it's, like, completely different lighting and much grainier. Like, I miss seeing actual Sentai footage for, like... You missed when they went into the morphing fights. grid to fight. Right, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, Luke, is, that, is, your, is your theory just that once we stopped using, uh, like, toku footage, it, they, they stopped using the morphing grid and they were just fighting in the real world? No, I think they probably just developed cameras that could film the morphing grid better, but the the Aquatar Rangers don't have those. Okay, okay, that that would, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Um. The the part you don't see every time they morph is when they have a little drone camera drone that flies out to film all this, so we can watch it. Right. Right. We obviously we couldn't see that because the camera is not filming itself. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like the, it's like how, the lack could of, it? it's like the Lakitu at the beginning of Mario sixty four. Exactly like the Lakitu in Mario 64. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. At the very beginning of Mario 64, when the Lakitu introduces himself and we see that yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. Yeah. who's filming that? That's the that's the great mystery. There must be a second Lakitu. That's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> the second Lakitu theory. There's one Lakitu filming from the book depository. There's one on the grassy knoll. <laughs> that's how you get coverage shots. <laughs> Oh shit! I did listen. This is not what this show is about at all. I do really love that they were like, no one's gonna fucking understand how camera controls work. We need to make a character that introduces himself to explain that he's the camera. Yeah, that, that is a very like Nintendo thing. Like, n- I don't think a whole lot of other companies would have even had that thought. Yeah, because I will say, as a kid, I didn't understand what they were going for at all. I'm just like, okay, there's a. He says he's, but now I don't see him. Where'd he go? He introduced himself and now he's gone. <laughs> the explanation and it actually wasn't until made I you got more to a room confused. With a mirror where I got it. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, in fairness, though, like fucking no one knew what a fucking like camera control no, for a three D game I was. I get why they were concerned about that. It's just very funny to me. <laughs> the both the both the cons- the like concern for it and the implementation are like just yeah. so quintessential Nintendo reasoning. Yeah. Oh shit. Anyway, I so do, we've got a ranger I, I, I fight. I do kind of wish Nintendo had continued with that conceit on throughout the series. Yeah, you, you know, know the tropical Lakitu in Mario Sunshine, a space oh, Lakitu in Galaxy. Oh man, yeah. like a, a little uh, yeah, a little space helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're correct that they should have done that. Ah, well. Um, yep. Uh, time to uh, reverse the uh, spin of the Earth so we can go back and correct that grave injustice. Yep. Eric, can you please play that back for, quote-unquote, yes. forward? Like, reverse it and play <laughs> it back so we hear what he actually said. <laughs> So, speaking of reversing things, I've been pretty quiet for the last while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is incredibly interesting to me. They're, like, having the Equation Rangers, like, 
trying to download telepathically information about the right. Zords. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there is text on the screen that is actual text, but you have to flip it around to read it. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure it is show notes. And oh, they wow, what? are fucking insane. Okay, like, hit us up. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's dig yeah. into this. One part, uh, it's kind of cut off on the edge of the screen, but there's like, why a fish? Only Ninjor knows for sure. Uh, try to read the manuals in the what? Zord's glove compartments. Uh, Eric, I, Eric, I'd like to request the title of this episode be Why a Fish Only Ninjor Knows. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it gets weirder. Uh. Um, they go into like, oh, it's made of five robotic units, each serving a purpose for the good of the whole. When combined, the five units become one unit able to uh, combat the most formidable opponents, especially during sweeps week. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> the first unit is a monkey. Yes, a monkey. Okay, so this is about the uh, the ninja zord, right? right. Yeah, I, I don't think this is show notes per se. It sounds like they just needed to write down a bunch of information about the megazord, and, and somebody just had was fun having with it fun because with they it. knew okay, so it was going to be unreadable. The third unit is one of the few bears in existence, which has eluded Ted Nugent. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay, a Ted wow. Nugent joke. Fantastic. A fucking Ted Nugent joke. And I think people don't actually understand who Fred Bear is. What? What? Yeah, now you lost me. There's a Ted Nugent song, Old Fred Bear. I just uh, assumed it was a that joke. That was an actual person. Okay, I just assumed it was a joke about how Ted Nugent loves fucking hunting. In a weird roundabout way, I thought you were making a Five Nights at Freddy's joke, and I was trying to wrap my head around what was going on. Uh, that's oh, Fred Fosbear. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Fred Bear was an American bow hunter. Okay. So it is All hunting right. related, but it's not him hunting a literal bear. So Ted Alrighty. Nugent hunted and killed a man named Fred Bear. Got it. I mean, I can't prove he didn't. Right. So that's confirmed. It happened. Um. But yeah, so I'm going to have to go back and try to get all these notes yeah, that is. Yeah, I guess so. That is some. That is actually really fucking interesting shit. Yeah, I'm having to take a screenshot and then put it in Paint and then flipping like, yeah, it around. Reverse it, right? Yeah. Well, re- report back to us when you've got more because that's nuts. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're getting like the original like Ranger fight footage for all these monsters that we've seen before, which is kind of cool. Um. Yeah, I I've, I'd have to go back and look, but I'm, I'd be willing to bet it's probably better than the stuff we got in season three. Like, yeah, the ranger well, fights I mean, in yeah. season three weren't very good. We got some fun. We got some fun stuff in season three, except it was all tanga based, which fucking sucked. Right. Uh. So yeah, and then it's time. It's time for the battle borgs, y'all. And what yeah. is what is the what is the amazing way that the battle borgs fight? Why it's that the Rangers in American footage they control the Zords with their minds, which means they dance around on the ground and pantomime what the robots are doing. It's yeah, like G Gun that makes up they're not inside it. Yeah, they tried to play this off as well, since we have uh we control our Zords telepathically, so we can still be on the ground doing stuff while they're fighting. But in reality, no, it's just like it's You're just a, really lame. Right, it's, it's like, so lame. It's like we're seeing you in the virtual reality space as well as your avatar 
like or your avatar in the virtual reality space as well as you in the virtual reality rig just like flailing around. You're all wrong. This is cool. What? Oh, it's oh, cool. Okay, no. we stand corrected. It's it's a cool thing. I mean, it's not it's though. cool, and it's obviously the inspiration for Real Steel. <laughs> yes, I'll buy that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Real Steel, great movie. This great. I mean, it's it's not oh. bad. It's not bad. I just I just think it's kind of funny that from a practical perspective, it's really they do not spin different. around in circles for a while at one point, and that's not that's not the coolest looking part. <laughs> No, Luke, I'm, I I don't mean, like, visually necessarily it's bad. It's just the, they were presenting this as a, hey, this is a big difference from how your guys' Zords work, when in reality, right. it's kind of not. I mean, not practice. I mean, at some point, the Zords are going to kick and punch, yeah. Like, yeah. well, it's just that, well, it's just that the fact that whether they're inside the Zords or not doesn't really matter. They're still just controlling the Zords. Yeah. But so, even though the Battle Borgs are doing well, they're pretty handily winning the fight... The the children who are watching this fight happen back at the command center through the viewing globe are like, yeah, we better tell them to bust out the Shogun Zords because, like, it's almost the end of the episode. And Kid Tommy fucking leans over to a panel in the command center, flips, like, three switches and then, like, talks into a speaker and is like, hey, uh, use the Shogun Zord. Do the finishing move. And they're like, okay. And then they do that. And then the monster dies. I mean, that is a good way to kill monsters. We've seen it work many times. Yeah. And then uh, my favorite thing is that the the alien rangers say their cool finishing line about their water-based civilization where they say, thanks to hydropower, evil is finished. Hey, I, I kind of ranted about it already, but now that it's actually like appeared on the show, can we talk about how fucking ridiculous it is that they dub in alien in parts of the theme song, but not others? Because yeah. the theme I mean, song plays while the, the Zord is doing its finishing move, as it always does. But they're, like, saying, go, go, Alien Rangers. But at the end, it's still, you mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's an it's a nod to the continuity, is the thing. Yeah, because it's, it's about it's, the Power Rangers and the Alien Rangers working together. Yeah. It's symbolic. Exactly. And symbiotic. I think they were too lazy to record the word alien in more than one cadence. Maybe. That seems I mean, you're really assuming bad faith on Sapon's part. You're right. They've yeah, given why me would anyone no, do they've that? They've given me no reason to do that. You're right. I was unfair. I'll take that back. Thank you. Uh, boy, howdy. So, so we cut to the moon where Master Val's like, ah, well, there was a, that was a small hitch, but you know, it, it, my my plan's still going mostly mostly according to the way it needs to. Uh, I'll recoup and keep going on. <laughs> Win some, lose some. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He totally doesn't fall on the floor on his back and flail around and throw a tantrum like a little kid and swear he's going to take his ball and go home. And then No, no, he's going to gonna take exactly his that. skull ship and go home, Mike. Please, let's yeah. get this. So, but yeah. so um, I, I need to listen to this with audio to figure out who it is. Hang on a sec. Yeah, so Rita's, like, yelling at him, scolding him about the temper tantrum. He's like, you're supposed to be the adult here. Stop it, you're embarrassing me. And when Rita no, that... Re- when Rita Repulsa is saying you're acting like a fucking child, you need to re-examine oh. your life. Also concerned that she says you're supposed to be the adult here as though they're not all adults. Well, we've talked about it before, but Rita's very clearly like a six-year-old in the body of a space witch. Yeah, uh-huh. And like yeah. Rita clearly has the like emotional and 
probably just straight up intelligence of a child as well. Sure. Wait, wait. are Rita and Rito actually children and they're just an alien species that ages oh. super slowly? I hope not because and Rita's married. <laughs> they're going to have I a mean, child. It's a different culture, Luke. They're going to have a child like, in not a significant amount of years from now. I mean, Mike, I don't I don't Zed, like where this is going. Zed might also be a child. That does Mike? not help the problem I am outlining in any way. I'm, like listen, I said, I'm gonna saying, back off of this one. <laughs> I'm saying that evil alien culture's <laughs> fucked up. Mike, the sirens are going off. <laughs> Mike, we are a self-funded podcast, and I'm worried we're gonna get shut down. <laughs> I think that's the second time in a row you've said that. Yeah, oh, I think so. I'm I'm both leading this right now and backing this whole ordeal, so it's a it's a threat that can be credible. All right. I so, mean, they're evil. Is the thing, Mike? That doesn't. Mm, 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 no, that uh, that's not a justification for this uh, this theory, really. For for you making it, that is. I mean, th- theories don't imply. There's no, there's nothing morally good about something being a theory. No, Mike? but there can be something morally bad about presenting a theory, Mike. All right, all right, whatever. So, Master Vile <laughs> says he's going to go back to his own universe where he always wins. Um, which is something maybe Zed should have figured out, too, because, like, he was pretty happily conquering places until he came to Earth and just, like, got well, again, stuck in the Well, my understanding of Lord Zed well, is that he owns the galaxy, and, like, Rita was one of his lieutenants in charge of conquering Earth, and she was fucking it up, so he came in to do some, right, some micromanaging. when he realized that, oh, this fucking sucks, I hate this, he should have just fucking left, instead of sticking around and getting more so, and more miserable. So here's a weird thing. Master Vile, like, already conquered a sizable portion of the universe. Uh, well, if this like, is going back to his own universe, that means he conquered a sizable no, portion ga- of the universe. He says galaxy, universe. he's going back okay. to his own galaxy. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Um, he's he's conquered. He has a huge like evil empire, and has like as we understand it, slaughtered countless heroes who have tried to overthrow him, uh-huh. uh, as established in prior dialogue. Like we're, we're just this show kind of glosses over the fact that like oh right, there's all these other planets out there that the villains have totally just already conquered and right. live in like constant suffering, and Zordon and his allies just kind of don't either can't or won't do anything about that, which is a real bummer to think about, considering the tone of the show. As um, incompetent as Rita and crew have been, if it weren't for Zordon and the Power Rangers, they would have won by now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Zordon has five, sorry, six kids at his disposal to fight this these fucking problems and like every time they right. needed help it's been like one person or like a handful of people from another planet like I get the impression that they just don't have a whole lot of troops to deploy I guess I, yeah yeah. The, the, well the thing is my point is that like that's that's actually really sad when you when you actually get into it and think about it Part, I mean like, yeah like, I mean listen I know I know that like I know that, like, our whole joke is like, oh, man, if you actually think about this kid show, it's really dark. But, like, this isn't me pulling anything from anywhere. Like, this is this is canon. Right. This is, these are things. Of, this is officially things the characters have told us to be true. And it's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay. Let's let's move on.
Okay. Yeah, I got I got nothing. Like, yes, correct. Damn, I was hoping you'd stall a little longer because I just took a pill and I'm waiting for it to finish. I, I, was, like, I, was ex- I was expecting for maybe some pushback or for someone to make a joke, but no. No, I mean, no, it's no. not. No, I know. But okay, so what happens next? Okay, so Zed's really psyched that Master Vile um, left. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they won for once because now he's gone and we can do things my way, which... I mean, I you never you know how sometimes when you're in a job and you have a have something you have to do that you absolutely hate and you're like dreading going into work every day, but then you get dumped like the, onto some special project that's way way worse, and right. like after a few weeks of that, you're, you start looking fondly on the previous thing you hated because at least it was a familiar thing you hated, and you're like you know in mm. retrospect maybe that wasn't so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's, this- there's a there's a gag where Zed in his moment of happiness kisses Goldar. Because yeah. it's hilarious when a boy kisses another boy. That's that's endless comedy. I think it's more funny because, like, well, first of all, showing affection between, like, these evil assholes. Like, affection in general is just not in their nature. But also the fact that their relationship is mostly, like, yelling and hitting each other. So it's funny to see it be something friendly instead. Yeah. yeah. But that was That was my take on it. Okay. But yeah, so that that happens, and then we get the Rangers watching the news on the viewing globe, which is weird. They've done that before, for whatever reason. Yeah, they've done yeah. it before, but it's still strange. So for whatever the reason, time. the Jim and Juice Bar isn't really a, a base of operations for him right now. Yeah, how's Ernie doing right now? Probably good. This is probably back in his like mob days. Yeah, yeah. Oh damn, he's he's breaking some dude's thumbs right now. Sure is. Yeah, so they thank the Alien Rangers for helping out, and, uh... Yeah, and Bulkit Skull tries to tell the news reporter that, like, we saw them, and they're aliens from space. She's like, right. Also, Bulk and Skull keep, like, looking to the cameras and, like, nodding and be like, yeah, we're on TV. Yeah, but, like, so that's... This is the thing we've seen on the show before, but, like, this lady immediately dismisses the theory that there's ninjas... Uh, sorry, that there's... But, wow. Immediately dismisses the theory that, that there's aliens. And the thing is, like, once giant, like, fucking kaiju monsters attack a rock quarry, yeah, well, so, like, all bets are off, y'all. Lady, what do you think those monsters are? Do you think those are products of the Earth? Like, they just showed up out of nowhere one day. Like, do you really think that they are, like, just, oh, yeah, we've always had those. We've just never seen them before now. Couldn't yeah. be from anywhere else. That's just impossible. Yeah, that's dumb. But anyway, the the alien rangers is like, oh no, pro- you know, we're happy to help. It's this is what we do. Um, yeah, they also mentioned that like we'll be okay on Earth for a while because you got some water, but not enough. We can't stick around for all that long. We are eventually going to have to go. Yeah, eventually probably we will drain- after another eight episodes. Yeah. Eventually we will drain your planet dry, and um, yeah. Yeah, once once you're uh, once you're a uh, dry, lifeless husk, we'll move on to another planet. That's just how we work. Yeah, we're like locusts, right? Yeah, we, we yeah. Us, this, us is, this is your Independence Day. <laughs> um, so but that's that's where the episode ends. Like we get well, a- not quite because this is a this is a this is a team change in Power Rangers. Oh, right. So we we have to put our hands all in the middle and then jump up and yell Power Rangers. And it, it's really weird to see this happen with six small children and five aliens doing this. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's always weird to see, to be honest, but it's especially weird in this scenario, I suppose. Yeah. 
But yeah, so that and then like we get some outtakes. Fucking yeah, they're not whatever. very good. Yeah, and listen, folks, I get it. We've skimmed this episode a lot, and part of that is just because we're all kind of tired, but also just like this episode's just bad. Now you say we've skimmed a lot, but it's been 80 minutes since we started this thing. We've still spent like twice the running length of that sh- of the show easily. In fairness, a shit. lot of that was weird news stuff. <sighs> yeah, and a lot of dead air. Man, we put on a good show. Yeah. Eric, good luck cleaning this up into something listenable. I salute you. Thank you. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to move on to questions now. Um, I, we, I mean, okay, we said. So oh, yeah, Eric. Before we do. Yeah. I think I have most of it. All right. What do we got? Okay. So some of this will be retreading, but. The Zords consist of five robotic units, each serving a purpose for the good of the whole. When combined, the five units become one unit able to combat most formidable opponents, especially during Sweeps Week. The first unit is a monkey. Yes, a monkey. The second unit is a bird. It's house-trained, thank goodness. The third unit is a bear. It is one of the few bears in existence to elude Ted Nugent. The fourth unit is a wolf. Now, this one, it's hard to read because of the quality uh, it is cunning, and I think it says it is cunning, rad, and randy. Maybe? Oh, dear. Uh, the fifth unit, or the fifth is a frog. Hey, what, what, what if, if it, it get- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and spin it into not being that, and, uh, say maybe they meant to say handy as a pun for the fact that it's a fist. It could be. Or even dandy. Uh, the fifth is a frog. If it gets too hot, it dries up and croaks. Uh, and then they cut to one where half of the text is left off, so it's hard to piece together, but, uh, also has freaky big feet and a flaming sword. Accurate. Why a fish? Only Ninjor knows for sure. Uh, try to read the manuals in the Zord's glove compartments. Good luck and thanks for playing. And then they announced hang on, that the hang on, thanks download for, is complete. Thanks for playing. That is how the what memory if, download concludes. What if this was snippets of text from a manual for a Megazord game that didn't get made? Maybe. What? Hold on. Hold on. What if this entire show has been a simulation? Well, if you mean teenagers with attitude, absolutely. Haven't we done that one already? Well, okay, we we had the we had the fake dome city. I don't think we straight up went full matrix before though. Oh, oh, you mean every, everything happening in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I was gonna say yeah. This whole this whole podcast is a simulation. Um. Oh shit! No, you broke it. I mean, we've already referenced being stuck in tubes. Like it was easy for the yeah. listeners. If they haven't put it together by now, they never were going to. Um, hey, when are we going to do the, like, weird hot liquid goo thing? Um, is that, is that excuse happen? me? The, the, in the Matrix, when he's in the goo. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, like, escape first, I think. I mean, because here's the thing. I'm not actually interested in going all the way to the, like, leading a revolution phase. I just want to get to the goo phase. And then just kind of hang out there for a you while. You know, that's the problem with most activists these days. I could go for a cave dance party phase. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I kind of don't like crowds. I also don't like not being covered in goo. Yeah, well, let's move on from that image and uh, do some questions here. Um, we stockpiled a bunch of these before Zach mysteriously disappeared. Um, if, um, Mike solicited them specifically on our Facebook group. Uh, what is it? Teens with Tude? I don't go to Facebook very much. Uh, Teenagers with Attitude is the Facebook group. Okay. Uh, at Teens with Tude is the Twitter uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com is the email address. Yeah, if you've sent anything to the email address, uh, hopefully Zach will remember to check that if he ever returns because he's the only one who has access to that. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's get started here. Um, Joe uh, Ricciardelli, I think, from Facebook. Sorry if I mangled your last name, Joe. Yeah, um, that's, uh, that's Ghostbuster Joe. Yep. Uh, he asks what everyone's favorite race of alien creatures is. Like in anything? Yeah, like just from various pieces of fiction out there. Hmm. Mm. What's the question again? <laughs> what's your What's your favorite like fictional alien creature from somewhere in fiction? Oh, okay. Um. Sorry, I spaced out there. I'm tired. <laughs> We're all tired. Yeah. I like the Keldor from Star Wars. Yeah, okay. I mean, what are those? Those are the ones where they've got, like, the breathing mask and usually goggles on because they breathe a different atmosphere. Uh, if you ever played, like, Jedi Power Battles, nope. it was Plo Koon. He was also in some of, uh, like, the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, I know the name Plo Koon. Yeah, those guys are cool. He had a yellow lightsaber. Okay. Well, he had a yellow lightsaber in Jedi Power Battles. And... Sure, 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 sure. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of cool aliens. Yeah. I actually that's typically probably... prefer... Most aliens are dorks is the well, problem. Well, that's the thing. I actually prefer do- doofier aliens over cool ones generally, because I feel like cool ones end up either being like tryhard or um, they aren't... I don't find them as cool as they want me to find them. Oh, the... it just oh, hit me. I just thought of the, I thought of the alien I think is cool. The Arbiter. Oh, in, in Hello? From Halo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty uh, There's the... I like the jellyfish guys in uh, Mass Effect. The the Hanar. Oh, actually, if you want a like a non-doofy uh, alien that I thought was actually pulled off really well and um, kind of lived up to the reputation they tried to set up for him, the uh, yeah. squid things from Arrival. Oh yeah, like I the, seen that the way they. Uh, so I won't say too much, but just the way they interact with people, and just the uh-huh. way they kind of look like Earth life, but also very much sure. feel foreign is really cool. Like I don't know, I thought they did a really good job. That's a really good movie. What I like about the Hanar is in the first game, they're just these goofy jellyfish dudes that you can talk to. There's like one or two merchants. There's one or two that'll give you a side quest, and there's. Like, they're goofy-looking jellyfish. They're, like, seven feet tall because they stick all their tentacles out straight. And I think if you read, like, the stuff, you know that, like, the way they normally talk is just by, um, like, pulsing their bioluminescent bodies and their voices are just, like, a translator thing. Sure. But then you get to the second game and you meet another race of, like, these weird, and like, frog creatures that are like, oh, yeah, we're uh, basically, like a slave race of the Hanar that are hitmen for them because oh. they're not very Jesus. strong. 
It's like, whoa, what? Whoa. Hold on. Hold on wait, a sec. Wait, if they're not very strong, why Why are you taking their... What? Well, that, so, how did that happen? So, Mike, most billionaires aren't very strong, but we're all the slave well, I, race to them. And the, the, the thing... The, I don't remember if it's in the first game or not, but the thing is that the Hanar are actually a very powerful military race, but they're aquatic creatures that are very, like, they, they don't fight well on land. But they're from, like, a mostly water planet. So, they, so they've got amphibious aliens that can, like, do their land stuff for them. Right, got right. It. Okay. Because every other big species is not amphibious, or not, like, aquatic. Um, it's, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. So good aliens all around. Um, yeah. Uh, Joe also asks, if the TWA crew were all age-regressed by evil magic, what other podcast would come in to take over our duties until it was resolved? And I resent the, qu- the implication that we wouldn't just continue on as children. Um, I probably wouldn't. Like, 12-year-old <laughs> me would have loved to run a podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would uh, work as hard as possible uh, to not let the spell get reversed. I would like I would relish the second chance. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I to can be honest. If I'm gonna be honest, the idea of a second childhood is very appealing to me. <laughs> oh God. Lord. But I mean, do you still have <laughs> but I still have all my adult student debt? Yeah, that's a good fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Well the thing is like I, the thing is like even if I did like I would be thrust into a scenario where I could conceivably pay it off within my lifetime. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but you can't make the payments currently because you have no way of. Yeah, and good luck trying to argue. Good luck trying to argue. Um. Argue, like, not having to pay because you're no longer. Like, because you're younger than 26 again all of a sudden. Like, that's going to be a hard one to get past the. Yeah, well, because you're not younger than 26, you just have a body that's younger, but your, like, actual age is still the same. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, who, would, do. who would you want to bring in to, to cover for us? You know, we have a lot of other podcasts, any of them. Yeah, on the network, yeah, we just just bring in some other audio entropy people. Just, now, just get some totally reprised it doesn't here, imply that it has to be feasible for us to do this, so we could go nuts with this if we wanted oh, just to. just get Mark Marin yeah. in here. Just yeah. have yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. I would probably try to get either all my fantasy children or Shuffle Quest. hmm I mean, let's just get um what's uh I've I couldn't, uh, I couldn't pull a funny name fast enough for the joke to work. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sorry. I started listening to Punch Up the Jam recently. I think they do oh, yeah. a pretty good job punching Dude, up I'm Power Rangers. Even outside of podcasting. Like yeah. who's Let's just get, I don't know, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie and Hugh Grant working together for the first time ever. Yeah, there talk we about go. Power Rangers. Hugh on Hugh on Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> News with Hughes. Yeah, it could be a segment. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, no, we get Hugh Grant, Hugh Laurie, and Huey Lewis in the news. What about Hugh Jackman? Okay, perfect. Hugh Jackman, too. <laughs> Listen, when you're painting, you need a wide palette Wait, of Wait, now, hold on, hold on. Do you want Huey Newis as well as all the news? I do love that you just called him Huey Newis. <laughs> okay, listen, I have been talking more than I'm used no, to on this listen, show. No, listen, it's good. Okay, it's a good okay, thing you did. Okay. 
Now, when he gets age regressed, that's when he becomes Huey Newis. Yeah, yeah. Well, now he's brand new. He's Huey New. Yes. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> so, there's a few questions here also surrounding around which alien race would you like blank, and given how hard we've been struggling to just name alien races, I think I'm just going to skip yeah, those yeah, for yeah. now. Um, yeah. I, I do want to ask... Well, put, put those, put those, uh, save them for later. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm working off the ones we're actually doing so that we... Like, I'm not, I don't have a lot of, like, interstellar-type sci-fi stuff that I'm really into. Well, interstellar didn't really have aliens in it, is the I thing. I mean, I guess Homestuck Trolls are an alien that I know about. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, they're bad, is the thing. Right. Um, <laughs> like, the characters in Homestuck are the exception to a very bad group of people. So. And some of them aren't really exceptions. Yeah. No! <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> no, I would not. say most of them, even. No, no, there's only like three or four, depending well, on your here's the thing. Opinion. Here's the thing. The further in you get into the comic, the more are introduced. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. But even then, like, more of those ones suck, but there's still good ones there. Yeah, I just think, I just think by the end, the uh, percentage ain't great. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pulling up a list. All right, so <laughs> while Luke's doing uh, that... What's everyone's favorite aliens SFX makeup? Like, which aliens do you think look uh, really good? I mean, I honestly really like just the the Muppets in the old Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some real good creatures. I mean, it's Jim Henson. They do fucking phenomenal right. work. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the Muppets because Gonzo. I do not like to acknowledge Muppets in space. Oh, wow. I see. I see. Okay. Um, well, I, I was going to say, like, speaking of, uh, the Jim Henson company making Muppets, their version of the Vogons in the Hitchhiker's Guide movie. Yeah. yeah. That's some real fucking good, like, practical effects there. There's a lot to criticize about that movie, but they did a really it's good a job with the Vogons. There's, like, it's a bad movie with very good parts yes. in place. Yeah, exactly. the, the, the design of a lot of things, the way they, the way they did the actual, like, uh, entries from the guide. That Steve Fry yeah. narrated yes, the that part's the great. casting is stellar. It's just the script was bad, y'all. It's a bad, yeah. bad script. Yeah, I like how Marvin looks. Like a lot of the visual design is really it good. It, like yeah, and, and a lot of the stuff that like Alan Rickman is is as Marvin the Paranoid Android. That's fucking dream casting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he, he's so good, and I do like again the script sucks. I do like that the whole thing is. They get an empathy gun, and the way they beat like this whole army is Marvin just shoots them with a gun that makes them feel the way he does, and they all just collapse into existential horror. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty that's good. The best, like that's the best way to thing. that's the best way to defeat me. Yeah, but yeah, man, that movie's that movie's a bummer. Um, <laughs> it yeah. could have gone right. Okay, so I I'm, I I apologize. Um, that was that question was from uh, Tan Win. Um. I forgot to say that up front. Okay. He uh, also asked if we will be doing actor spotlights on the Alien Rangers, and I guess we... No. So here's the thing. First of all, that's the thing Zach did, so fuck it. Um, second of all, we didn't even bother to pay attention to or call out their names on this episode when they were introduced, so no. It, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, We'll have Zach like, 
look into if any one of them if has done find, anything if, else. Yeah, if we can find yeah, Zach. Yeah, if we can find anything about any of the Alien Rangers actors, we'll was, get back to you. I was going to gonna you, say, but... if we can find Zach, if Zach ever appears on this show again, we'll ask him about it. Now, now Lexi, when it comes to the Homestuck Trolls, the, the later ones... Are we talking about which ones are bad people or which ones are bad characters that he shouldn't have written? Okay, yeah, that, that I mean, both. Because <laughs> those are two different questions. Those are two different questions. Because there's some I characters that are perfectly count. good people that are problematic. Yeah, that is absolutely accurate. If we're talking about bad aliens that have been written, mm-hmm. I really want to meet the aliens from a Battletech book called Far Country. It's... One that's basically been abandoned by Battletech fans because they hate it. Oh, boy. Where a group of uh, mech warriors get, like, lost in space, basically. And they end up on a planet where there are bird aliens. The sentient bird aliens, which are the only sentient aliens that have shown up in Battletech. And they're giant birds. And so... Uh, if somebody is trying to make a reference to them, they'll usually say squawk as part of the joke. And I think that's Yikes. gone outside of Battletech. Mm. But uh, I don't know. They look like cool guys. Sure. Yeah. Sure. The 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 Frieza people, they're cool looking. They got they look like iPods, but people. Uh, yeah. I'm tired. Can we just yeah. move on? Yeah, we, yeah. All right. So, um, are we done? Yeah, I, I've got more questions here. Um, there's a whole gauntlet actually that I think we do need to cover. We can go quick. Rapid fire. Here All we right. go. Lightning okay. Yeah. So, um, Eric, can you put in some like intense music here, or just like a clock ticking, like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. Here we go. Light, lightning round. Um, this is very important. We do this this week though because um, Zach's uh, girlfriend slash wife. Uh, sent us in a whole bunch of questions that she wanted us to answer while Zach wasn't here. Um, okay. Actually, I actually love this one because Eric had provided the answer to it, and but he's here to actually answer in person. So um, let's start with how many hours of can pops have been edited out of his tracks in the past few years? So I can't say hours, but there's usually two to three can pops per recording, but it's the burps that are most annoying. Yeah, and they okay, are getting okay. progressively worse. <laughs> that, that, that might actually that might actually be a clue to why Zach hasn't been on the show anymore. He finally just turned into sodium. <laughs> He's a pillar of salt, y'all. <laughs> um, she also asks uh, why everyone doesn't just move away from Angel Grove. Because there is nowhere else to move right, to. Right, yeah. Our, our, our theory is that Angel Grove is one of the last cities on Earth, and even with right. the monster attacks, it's better than the alternatives. I mean, they can move to Paris. I mean, where are you going to go? Fucking Stone Canyon? Come yeah, on. here's the thing. Here's the thing, Eric. It's not easy to get to Paris. Like, you have to win, like, c- trial combats or gymnastics routines in order to get out. Yeah, or, or be a part of the of the uh, elite overclass like Kimberly's mom is. Right. I think you're making a lot of assumptions and thinking they actually went to Paris. Oh, yeah, you're right. That totally is code, isn't it? They were cold. Like, that, the guy that Kimberly's mom married was some kind of agent of the city whose job is to cull people by posing as a Frenchman and taking them to Paris. To quote-unquote take them to Paris. Right. Yep. Nope, you're right. Wait, does that mean Kimberly was called? Because, I mean, like, she was one of the most proficient experiments. Um, hey. Yeah, yeah, but she's a ticking time bomb waiting to turn into Rita. She's a ticking time implosion device. <laughs> The Kimberly we saw was called, but Kimberly Prime still exists. 
Mm. 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 There we go. Mm. All right, so if all the Rangers are sworn to secrecy but still age out of the program, are they akin to retiring CIA agents, or is it more like Scientology? And I think we... First of all, I'm not sure the difference between those is as as distinct as you might think. But also, I think we kind of just answered that in that they are, quote-unquote, retired. when They're, they're taken to Paris. Right, yes. But, well, have... Alternative idea. You ever seen Red with like Bruce Willis and a bunch of other older actors? No, I'm aware of it. Well, okay, well you know what it is because like, and listen, I haven't seen it either. But like, that was the point of reference I was going to make. All I know about Red is that it's at gro- like grocery store checkout lines. It was for a while. Yeah, I mean the idea is that it's just a bunch of really old like ex like CIA operatives or something like, being called back into action, and, like, the gag of it is, it's like, hey, look at all these old people kicking ass, isn't that interesting? Like, I think that's just sort of what, and what then, happens. And because that wasn't, uh, that wasn't enough, they made, like, three more movies on that same concept. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, the, the, the show will, uh, specifically bring back former Rangers for, like, special events and stuff, so, like, we know a lot of them are still around after they leave the show. Um, I think we can assume any of the ones that don't ever come back for anniversary stuff were absolutely called, but I'm right. going to guess the rest of them are probably just taken off to some, uh, some facility where they're like putting a, in a deeper layer of the program as it were. Yeah. Um, they get to like live out like combat simulations or whatever until they're actually needed. Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense because otherwise you can't have former rangers just running around. They know too much. They're too powerful, even without the the morphing oh, grid yeah. access. Um, very important question: How the hell do you prepare lane crushed biscuits? I I don't even know what those are, so I can't help you. Yeah, I don't either. I I ass- thank you for the question, I, but I can't. Help I'm you. going to like I've never let that stop me on question segment, so I'm going to uh, say you crush them. Excellent. Probably. All right. Uh, which pan- that's, that's logic. Which pancake is best, crepe, blini, or American short stack? Hmm. I don't know if I've had... What was the second one? Uh, blini? B-L-I-N-I? I'm not familiar with it. I don't know. What, yeah, I don't know that? what that is. Well, let's find out. How do you guys feel about crepes? Uh, crepes are good. I've never had a crepe, I think. I mean, it's just kind of a thin uh, pancake-like thing that usually it's got like some filling in it. You know, I have either sweet or savory, like either like a fruit filling or like meat. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good. Okay, okay. so uh, a blini, uh, sometimes just called a blin, um, is a Russian pancake. It's made out of wheat, typically. Um, they typically serve them with sour cream, um, butter, caviar, or, you know, other, other garnishes. Um, also known as blintzes. I think they're kind of just an alternative kind of crepe. Okay, I've heard of blintz. I'm still I'm still just gonna go with like just a regular ass American short stack covered with lots of maple syrup. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna although, go crepe. Although I need I need milk with it. I oh can't, yeah, I, I mean I, I feel yeah. like any kind of pastry in almost any context, milk is can only make it better. Yeah. So my, uh, here's the thing: I've my heritage is German by way of Russian, and like that sort of cooking has been a pretty significant part of my upbringing. So, like, I have a pretty strong fondness for this type of a dish. So, like, I think I'm going to yeah. go with the uh, the blini. There's a restaurant near my house that um, makes really good crepes. That's, like, 
Like the one I really like, it's, it's a banana crepe with pecans and syrup over the top. That's very good. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I think I'd go with the American short stack, but there's one pancake that... It's the kind of pancake where you eat it and you're not sure if you like it or not, mm-hmm. but you keep eating it because you want to solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. And it is sourdough pancakes. Mm. Mm, that's mm, okay. I don't know if I've had sourdough pancakes. No, I haven't either, but that sounds interesting. Yeah. Also, is it I, is? Yeah, sorry. That's just throwing me off the way the way Luke said pecans. I've always heard it pecans. Both are acceptable. Okay. So here's the thing. In it, for me, it's circumstantial because if you say pecan sandy, I'm gonna think you're crazy. Right. Yeah. Obviously, they call it a sandy because they want it to be assonant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, it's pecan south of the Red River. What what is a pecan sandy? It's like a it's a shitty like pecan cookie you can buy. It's like store. a shortcake. Yeah, okay. with like pe- with like pecans in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not pecan sandy. Even though I just called them pecans, like it's it's weird. It's it's conditional. I generally go with pecan. Every now and then a pecan will get out of me, but it's it's usually just pecan all the way around. Sure, sure. Um. So if the Rangers were Gargoyles characters, who would be which Gargoyle? I don't... I'm not familiar uh, with Gargoyles. Ooh. I'm either. Do they have to be a Gargoyle, or can they be one of the supporting characters? It just characters says Gargoyles like... characters, so I assume characters from the show Gargoyles. Hmm. Uh, I think Zordon would probably be Lord Oberon. Sure, that sounds like a Zordon character. I think Alpha and Finster would double up as Puck... Slash Owen, like both of them as okay. one character. Goldar would be, Goldar would be Macbeth. Okay, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna divert us from this uh, gargoyles discussion now. Let's talk about Goldar doing Shakespeare. Okay. Um. What? Well, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny, right? Y- yeah. Um. <laughs> this show's bad. He's he's holding he's holding Rito's head and is going to be. Or not to be, or whatever the fuck. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 Fucking, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, yep. It's really cool how, like, the famous, like, Shakespeare line that everyone quotes is about a guy thinking about maybe committing suicide. <laughs> That's what that soliloquy's about. Yeah. Damn, like, big should, mood. Should I be or should I not? Should I just murder myself? There's always wherefore art thou, which all yeah. people always mistake for... Right, people don't know what they're asking where he is. Yeah, people are really, really bad at taking like bits from Shakespeare plays and missing the entire context of the lines and trying to apply them in ways that's counter to. In in fairness, unless you're familiar with like Middle English, like you're not going to know that the word "wherefore" means "why." That that one I'm more forgiving of. Well, well, but in the other sense, like at least the to be or not to be thing, like that's. There's something like resonant and like the image of a guy holding a skull. That is a striking image. I get it. That part of Romeo and Juliet is kind of nothing. Yeah. Why is that the I line mean, that everyone knows from that play? Well, also, people I mean, like, like it's them reminiscing about like whether or not the, their family name actually matters, which is kind of you know right. It's a pretty big plot point. The thing about Romeo and Juliet is that the least interesting part of it is the love story between Romeo and Juliet. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the line that I always remember is Tybalt saying, Thou art a villain, because it was yeah. delivered excellently by John Leguizamo in <laughs> Romeo plus Juliet. <laughs> the definitive yeah. uh, version of Shakespeare's play. 
one could say. I, I always was a big fan of, no, no, I don't bite my thumb at you, but I do bite my thumb. <laughs> yeah. Because I just like the Im- image of some guy walking around flipping people off, and so I was like, hey, fuck you. He's like, no, 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 I'm not flipping you off, I'm just flipping off in general. <laughs> yeah. It really is great, though, seeing John Leguizamo speak in, like, fucking old English. Like, just yeah. the the way he, like, he he's talking like a, a, a street tough, but he's saying, like, I hate the word as I hate hell, all Montagues, and the, and he just drops a cigarette on the ground, and it's like, this is the most ridiculous shit, and I love it. That movie is ridiculous and stupid and bad in a way I really like. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's bad in all the best ways. Yeah. The best way being that they wrote the names of swords on the side of the yes, gun. Yes, yeah, zoom in on the yep, gun yep, where yep. it says sword. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a handgun that says dagger on it. It's fucking, it oh, owns. That's, amazing. that's so brazenly stupid that you gotta respect it. Right. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, okay, this was awful, and I apologize to everyone. Um, this is a bad episode. <laughs> yeah, Um, this is what happens when Zach disappears and you'd think at some point he'd learn but no no mm-mm. and at this point it's it's a precedent i run this this kind of show now so buckle in for eight more episodes of this garbage yeah um yeah i mean uh, for real though zach we miss you please come back you are the uh, you are somehow the glue that holds this whole nonsense together for all the sh- for all the shit we give him he's the thing that keeps this dumpster fire on the rails <laughs> just burp into your microphone less <laughs> yeah um yeah maybe ease up on the uh the sodas while you're recording for eric's sake i mean yeah i mean listen we know you hate how it tastes the human body needs water yeah yeah oh i can't throw too much shade i've got three cans of dr pepper tin on my desk and one grape fago Oh, I've been you know, I've been chugging uh, cherry diet Dr Pepper, but that's because again sleep cycle and I need caffeine. Right, right, right. Um, maybe the real tragedy here is that Zach is leaving during an entire miniseries about how important water is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got a point. Yeah, if Zach really was, if Zach from, was from Aquatar, he would have died. Yeah, uh huh. Just straight up. God, if he if he if you lived, imagine 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 if you hated the taste of air. Yeah, uh huh. That's that's uh. That's borderline of what hating water as a human is already. Yeah, it's not far from it. Zach hates water and he hates bread. He would be dead in most of human society. He's really throughout just throughout the lu- ages. Yeah, he's really just lucky he lives in this shit like fucking era. Right. <laughs> We've gen- we are capable of generating the garbage he desires. Men cannot live on bread alone, and Zach's just out here going like, "Yeah, you fucking tell him." <laughs> uh, Zach, wherever you are, we miss you. Please come home. Do you think he covers his mouth when it rains? Yeah, probably. He probably wears like a sick mask. So this has been yeah. Aliens with Battleborgs. <laughs> um, yeah. If has it? Yes, it has. Okay. That's what this is. What aliens with battleborgs is? It's not a good thing, but it's a thing we keep making. <laughs> um, please go to uh, audioentropy.com to find all the much better shows that our network puts out. Uh, some of them even have people here proving that it's it's not the 
it's not the individual components here that make this bad. It's the combination. Yeah. Oh, shit. You can listen to Totally yeah. Reprise or... Um, fuck, what else does Luke do? Luke does so many podcasts. Let's play... Uh, yeah, just go to audiointerview.com. There's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah you got like a one in three chance Luke's on it. Yeah, something like that. Just pick any any old place. Um, Actually, no. Actually, where you need to go, go to the garbage dump. It's got the best content we produce. Um, Luke just recently, as of recording, oh, this, put up uh, maybe my favorite thing the network's released. You say that as if I had any agency in the matter whatsoever. I mean, you were on <laughs> you were on the episode. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, you know, okay, speaking of stuff that's good on the network and Luke doing them, I do want to throw out again that, like, MCU Complete Me is genuinely really fantastic. It's been getting a lot of positive feedback, and that makes me, I'm, I'm very happy that people are liking it. Yeah, it's it's very genuinely good, so. If you ever do a bonus episode with Ghost Rider, just let me know. Alrighty. Yeah, I guess it would be, it would be kind of interesting to get your guys' takes on non-MCU Marvel products at I, some I, point. I, we've definitely talked about wanting to do some of that. Like, we want to do Ang Lee's Hulk at some point. Yeah, I was gonna say, Ang Lee's Hulk is, like, that's gotta be first on the docket if that happens. Yeah, I, I think the ones we've explicitly talked about are Ang Lee's Hulk, uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, and the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah, those are all good calls. Have you watched Dolph Lundgren's Punisher? Uh, I haven't watched any Punisher. Oh, okay. It was an 80s version yeah. of Punisher. Oh man, you know what I want to see? I want I want I want you to talk about that fucking seventies uh, or eighties Captain America starring oh, the sure. dude from Space one. Mutiny. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say the David Hasselhoff Nick Fury movie. Listen, there's a lot of no. really bad Marvel properties back in the day. No. Yeah, there's there's a that's a rich vein. Um, but yeah, so that's a really cool, that's a really cool podcast. You should check it out. Um, you can also go to youtube.com slash audio entropy for video content. We do, um, I have a Deus Ex Let's Play on there, uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. I will never play the old PC one because it's too old. Um, Luke also, um, runs a tabletop campaign that Mike is in as well as, uh, several of other of our friends. Um, I, it's not official by any means. I think it might be on a break for a few weeks though. Yeah, there's just been some scheduling stuff. Like, keep keep an eye out on Twitter and shit, but I think it's going to be a few weeks before we're back. Yeah, in general, um, airs airs on Saturday nights. Yeah, Saturday at 9 Central, um, and the the archive of it is on YouTube also. Yeah, check it out. I mean, listen, it's 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 a thing we do live, and there's, like, six people involved. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, some weeks it's just it just doesn't happen. Somebody has right. something come up. So yeah. but like Luke is really really good at crafting interesting scenarios. Every, everyone who's playing has great characters, great you know instincts and everything. It's a fantastic show. You should definitely watch it. Oh stop! No, I'm gonna say nice things about you. <laughs> and you just have to sit there and take. It. <laughs> All right. No, okay. Actually, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, you talented asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. That's it. Check out our other stuff if you somehow survived all of this. Treat yourself. Listen to something good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, come back next week as we continue this uh, grim march towards uh, Zio when hopefully the show will get good again. Um, yeah. I, yeah. So until next time, uh, this has been Aliens with Battleborg. I've been Lexi. I've been Luke. I've been Mike. I've been Aerodome Planet Edadron. Forgot we did that bit. Stay wet, everyone.
Peace be with you, sir. Here comes my man. Mercutio! Romeo! The love I bear thee can afford no better term than this. Thou art a villain. 